Small business news, advice, and education. This is Startup BizCast. Welcome, everyone. This is Startup BizCast number 86. I'm your host, Steve Mullen, president of Endgame Public Relations. Startup BizCast is produced by Endgame PR, a social media PR firm based in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about the firm and its corporate podcast production service, please visit endgamepr.com forward slash podcasts. You know, it's been quite a while since I've done an episode of this program. You may have noticed, or maybe not. Part of the reason for that is my workload with my PR firm has been a little higher than usual. Part of it is the fact that summer's here, and part of it is that I've been doing a lot of speaking engagements that have taken the time that I would have normally spent on Startup BizCast. During these speaking engagements, I generally talk about social media, and I wanted to make available the audio from one of those speaking engagements for this episode. I mic'd myself up and recorded the entire thing. I recently presented at several of the monthly new media seminars that have been organized in Virginia. These are half-day workshops organized by advertising and new media firm Madison & Maine of Richmond. You may recognize that name as their president, Dave Saunders, has been on Startup BizCast a couple of times. My presentation was about how social media and social networking have changed public relations. There was a PowerPoint to go with the presentation. Now, I think it stands alone just fine without it if you just want to listen. But if you want to follow along with the slides, go to StartupBizCast.com and find the show notes for episode 86. I've embedded the slideshow there. Social media has changed everything in PR. Uh, That's what it says right there, so it must be true. I'm a PR guy. Uh, I've been doing it, I, I realized fairly recently, I've been doing it for 10 years now, which was a bit shocking to me. Now, I put together news releases. I talk to the media. I put together, uh, you know, news conferences sometimes, do a little bit of crisis communications. That sounds like PR, right? A large portion of my day is also spent doing podcasts for clients, doing videos for clients, building websites for clients, uh, building blogs for clients, writing for the blogs, writing for social media, doing social media strategy. That's the stuff that PR people are doing now that is probably not looked at as traditional PR, but it is really truly marketing, and it's the way you have to promote your business these days. In the last decade, PR has changed more than any other 10-year period. I, I sat down and thought about it and tried to think of something else that could have changed PR as much as social media, and the only thing I could come up with is the fax machine. Not even close, as far as I'm concerned. Um, perhaps the printed word <laughs> probably is about the only thing I'd come up with, but you know, PR probably didn't exist in any way, shape, or form at that point. So Social media has changed uh, the way we communicate with people, the way we communicate to our audience, and really the way we communicate with media, which is where PR originally comes from. As I mentioned, I've been in PR for 10 years. I kind of wanted to take you, I guess, on the Wayback Machine in a way uh, and look at the way things were done 10 years ago and see how they have changed and how people should be marketing their businesses. You know, 10 years ago in PR, we used to blast fax to reporters. You know, we'd we'd send our faxes to a company that would then send it to 1,000 reporters at the same time. We posted releases on wires, and these were closed systems. This isn't the online wires you know about now. We actually met with reporters, and that hardly ever happens anymore. Uh, we subscribed to these media directories that cost thousands and thousands of dollars. Print was king. You've all heard the news. Print is not necessarily king anymore. Uh, we sent out video news releases. These were pre-produced videos that we actually sent the tapes to TV stations hoping they would use them. And we also mailed newsletters, and nobody uses the postal service anymore. So. Let's do, uh, uh, let's do a little then and now uh, with those things I was just talking about. Blast faxing. I mentioned what that was. So what has replaced that in the last 10 years? Well, obviously, print media is shrinking. We know this. Uh, there's layoffs. Uh, papers have gone under. Papers have stopped printing uh, every single day. 
blasting also to large numbers of people if you're doing PR, you know, you're sending out releases to uh, a large number of papers, stop doing it. It needs to be more customized. It was bad practice 10 years ago, but it's even worse now because people expect more customization. So, you know, if you generally send your releases out to 10 reporters, don't, you know, send it with a personalized email, something along those lines. Uh, targeted pitching is a good practice. Um, a, a targeted message at, at your audience can be as valuable as one newspaper hit in, in a broad general publication. Posting releases on wires. These were uh, newspapers, radio stations, TV stations. You sign up for these wires. Uh, you know, they get the AP wire, but they'd also get along with that, they'd get some news releases from PR Newswire, which is still around. Those things kind of go on the way of the dinosaur. What we're doing now instead, online newsrooms. Every uh, website have, should have its online newsroom with any news that you put out should be posted there. Uh, corporate blogs, we've talked a, a bit about blogging here. Um, I think for, for most companies, it, it's something that you can be doing. Not every company. Uh, and also news releases for SEO. And we've talked about SEO a little bit, but news releases can actually be used to um, you know, increase your search rankings. Basically, the way it works, there are companies out there, PR Newswire's turned into this, but also PR Web, uh, Business Wire. There are a million of them. Some of them cost a lot of money. Some of them are free. You get what you pay for in this particular thing. But generally what you do, you have your news release. You put a link back to your, re- re- or to your website on it. You post it on their website. Maybe you pay, maybe you don't. And uh, that actually creates a link back to your website from their site, which links are kind of the currency uh, of, of search engine optimization. Uh, the more links back to your website, the better off you're, you're going to be, the better you're going to rank. Uh, in addition to that, they also, they then turn around and they have RSS feeds. They blast it out to a, a number of uh, websites that are looking for content. So then hopefully it gets posted on those websites along with your link, boom, another link back. So news releases have actually turned into an SEO tool uh, and, and a very good one at that. Uh, we met with reporters, and this is almost looked at as a little quaint now. Um, I have reporters that I've known for 10 years, or this one particular one is a good example. I've known him for about 10 years. I met him back when I used to work in radio. I hadn't, until recently, I hadn't seen him for five years. But we had a very good relationship through email, uh, now through social media like Twitter and Facebook, mostly Twitter, uh, and, you know, the occasional phone call. But I, I hadn't seen the guy. Forgot what he looked like, pretty much. We used to do, 10 years ago, I would be, when I worked for the Martin Agency, uh, I would be flown to New York to meet face-to-face with reporters, sit down next to them at their desk and have a chat with them about my client, the desk-side chat. Reporters don't have time for this anymore. There are not near enough reporters at print publications to do the job that they're trying to do. So it's, you may occasionally find someone that's willing to have coffee with you, and if you do, if they are, please take, that, take advantage of that. But uh, for the most part, these face-to-face meetings are, just aren't done much anymore. Instead... Uh, we network online, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, a lot of reporters are on there. We also, of course, carry out those relationships via email. So that's really the primary way of communicating your message to the media these days. We subscribe to media directories, and I won't go too far into this, but basically what they were is you could, uh, they started out as books, these big, thick, huge books, where you could look up the phone number of a reporter and what they did. Uh, then it went online to, uh, or, or computer-based anyway, and they cost thousands of dollars. These days, a lot of that information is free. It's available online. You can search for reporters online. Directories are still alive. They're a lot cheaper now. One thing that's come out in the last year or so, and Dave mentioned it, was, uh, was Peter Shankman. It's uh, Haro, Help a Reporter Out. And, and Shankman, uh, he claims the way it started was he had a lot of reporter friends who are constantly coming to him and saying, hey, I, you know, I, I'm doing this story. Do you know an expert on such and such? And he, you know, if he thought of somebody, he would 
you know, he would send along the contact. Well, he started this Facebook group to connect those reporters who had stories they needed to do with the PR people who had clients who could be experts for those stories. Well, it got too big for Facebook. Facebook said, you know, you can't grow this thing anymore. So he moved it into an uh, email newsletter that comes out three times a day. And basically all it is is a list of leads on stories that reporters are doing. And it's completely free. And, uh, you know, they give the email addresses of the reporters. You can just contact them directly. Uh, it's helpareporterout.com. I, I recommend everybody at least take a look at it. This is the sort of thing that people used to pay a lot of money for. And it's now, it's now free, uh, just, you know, the exchange of information through social media. Uh, print was king. Print is still important, but, we, you know, we all know it's, it's shrinking. Um, we've talked about that already. Uh, print articles for some of my clients are, are not the top call anymore. A blog hit on an on a, on a established blog that has a lot of readers can be more valuable than a print hit. And the reason for that is there will be a link to my client's website in that blog hit. Boom, they can go straight over to their website. They can immediately find out about it. You know, a hit on, uh, in a newspaper, they have to remember the URL. They have to go to the computer. They have to type it in, not make a typo, and then go to the website. Same thing with TV and radio. That's why blog hits can be uh, extremely valuable. And I'll give you an example of that. One of my clients... Uh, it's Fight SMA. It's a, a disease organization. They're a nonprofit working to rid the world of spinal muscular atrophy. And this is the second time, Dave, we're going to be mentioning Perez Hilton. Uh, <laughs> this has come up a couple of times. But uh, Perez Hilton, very popular celebrity gossip blog, uh, he decided once a month he was going to do a blog post on a, a worthy charity nonprofit, something along those lines. Somebody from the Fight SMA office got found out about this because she was a reader of, of parishilton.com so she submitted Fight SMA it was accepted, they posted uh, a link to Fight SMA a little bit about spinal muscular atrophy and a video that I had, I had uh, edited for them. Prior to that blog hit, that video had about, I want to say 900 views by the end of that week it was up to 10,000. The traffic to the website went off the chart so we could barely even figure out where, where they were anymore. Donations were up uh, they had gotten national media hits before, but it had never had this kind of direct impact, A equals B. Uh, and that's the kind of thing that you can get from a very a good quality blog hit. Uh, we sent out VNRs. Um, you may have heard about these things a few years ago. The Bush administration put out some, uh, some video and sent it out to TV stations and said, hey, could you run this? Uh, it was about some budgetary thing or another. Unfortunately, it wasn't labeled as being produced by the government, so people found out about it. They were a little ticked off. That kind of ruined VNRs. Basically, they were pre-produced TV pieces, and they were sent out to TV stations, you know, it's good. is this a good story, can you run it? I kind of damaged them, because uh, they're looked at as propaganda now, which really they are. It's still a tactic, but it's fading away, but what we have in st- instead of that is YouTube. We have web videos, we have downloadable videos, I mean, you can shoot a video on your camcorder that's as good a quality as, you know, 10 years ago in TV. Uh, you can make them downloadable, let the TV stations know about it, they might use the video. That's, you know, it's a whole lot cheaper than a VNR, which was $20,000 at least. So web video delivery has, has changed that as well. Mailed newsletters, nobody uses the Postal Service anymore, really. Mail's expensive, it's slow. Replacement, obviously, email newsletters, also corporate blogs, which we talked about already. Really quickly, my four favorite social media PR tactics and tools. Uh, corporate blogging, again, we've talked about that. It's, it's, a, it's great for SEO, it's great to get your message out to your audience. Uh, there's just so many reasons for doing it that, that it really is something you should look into if you're not already doing it. Web videos and podcasting, obviously. 
uh, news release distribution for SEO. If you want to get a little bit more of an idea of what this is all about, you hit me up afterwards. It's uh, probably a little more explanation than I can give right now. Uh, and of course, Twitter and Facebook. Um, it, it's something that you know. It's something you should you should really explore for your for your company to get your message out, to connect with your customers, to to help them out. And that is the end of what I have to say. Thank you very much. I want to thank Dave Saunders and Madison in Maine for inviting me to present at the New Media Seminars. If you're in Virginia and are interested in attending, you can find more information at newmediaseminars.com. Also, if you're interested in bringing me to your event or even directly to your office to speak on social media, social networking, or public relations, please visit endgamepr.com. That's E-N-D-G-A-M-E-P-R.com. And click on Contact to find out how to reach me. That's a wrap for Episode 86 of Startup BizCast. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve Mullen. If you enjoyed this program, please check out another great show by Endgame PR Podcast Production. Fighting Back Podcast tells inspirational stories of people and families fighting serious or incurable diseases. It's produced for Fight SMA, an international nonprofit organization, and can be found at www.fightsma.org.